prayerfully turn to the book of Romans, please. Romans chapter 1, verse 14. For Paul said, I am debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both the wise and to the foolish. I am better. I am better. Most of us would concur with the words of this text. Each of you could probably speak those words with the Apostle Paul and just say, I am better. Only with you and me, it wouldn't be to the Greeks and the barbarians. Are the wise, are the unwise. It would be Visa Card, American Express, MasterCard, Chase, Mortgage Company, Finance Company. Come on, you know all about them. You can tell me about every one of them. Bloomingdale. Macy's, Sachs, Neiman Marcus. Some of us are up to our noses in that. That's so easy to make and difficult to pay. Some credit cards, they just even automatically mail them to us, whether we ask for them or not. Society encourages us to live deficit lives. But ultimately, debts are made to be paid. I wish y'all would talk to me today. You're acting like you don't know anything about debt. But is there anybody in here who knows a little about debt? If debts are not paid, some, desk, some businesses have a way, a device of making you pay, or at least a way of getting back whatever it was that you bought on credit. I'll never forget years ago, a friend of mine drove a beautiful new car, beautiful new car up to a place where we were, and it really was a service. And after the service was over, we went outside, and he said, somebody stole my car. Somebody stole my car. We were all concerned and worried about somebody stole his car. Nobody stole his car. That car was repossessed. <laughs> Everybody's repelled by folk who borrow our money and won't pay us back. Are you with me today? Come on, talk to me. You know, you know, you know how you dealt with that person that didn't pay you back. They never said a word to you, never cared anything about you until they wanted a loan. And then when they got the loan, you couldn't find them anywhere. If you want to lose a friend, lend him some money. 
I'm just trying to get settled into this now. Anybody know that's true? People don't like you to remind them of their debts. They were overjoyed to come up in your face, talk to you for hours, trying to get your money, and finally, when they got it, they didn't want you to say a word to them. Don't remind them of their debts. Don't remind them of their obligations, especially when they don't intend to pay you back promptly. And then they have the nerve to get angry when you, I told you I'm going to pay you your money. However, somebody ought to say however. Paul's reference to indebtedness did not primarily refer to money borrowed or money received. I am debtor. I am under obligation to. I owe service to the Greek and the barbarian, the wise and the unwise. Paul here tries to communicate the scope of the assignment God had given him. And what Paul is saying is, God has indebted me to serve and to help everybody I can. I am in debt to everybody. Now this is an idea, it's a concept that's foreign and alien to the minds of most of us. Some people have that I don't owe anything to anybody attitude. To each his own, every man for himself. To be obligated to others and responsible for others restricts your freedom and your independence. But Paul, by recognizing I am debtor reminds us that all of us and we too are in debt. We are debtors to God. We are debtors to the church. And we are debtors to others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7, we find a very interesting passage. It says, well, what makes you differ from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you did not indeed, if you did indeed receive it, why do you boast as though you did not receive it? Then Job concurred and said, Naked came I from my mother's womb. And Job points out a very important fact. Nobody shows up on the earth a millionaire. You showed up naked. You didn't have anything. And if you came from your mother's womb naked, you don't have anything to boast about. Since you received, then you ought to freely be willing to share and bless others also. If you know I'm right, clap your hands and praise the Lord. So we hear some people say, nobody has ever done anything for me. 
but they didn't find the world empty when they came into it. You came into a world filled with wonders, filled with beauty, filled with good things, filled with life. You came in to a world that you had not contributed to in any way, but you borrowed and you received without contract. You just were blessed. You came here blessed, but naked, and God clothed you and changed your life and brought wonderful things into your life. Come on, clap your hands and give praise to God. You didn't find the world empty when you came into it, but you were immediately able to take advantage of all the wonders of the world when you came into the world. Inventions, wonderful inventions that you didn't contribute not one dime or one thing to accomplishing or having. I take my little iPhone out and say, Lord, how did I make it without this iPhone? But now I've got it. I, I, I was blessed. And God gave me such wonderful, wonderful blessings, and I've got to praise him for it. Are you with me? Then what, was that, what about that, that new procedure that the doctor performed on you? They had kind of shaken their head and said that it's going to be difficult for you to make it, for you to survive, but God used the doctor to bless you and to heal you and to set you free. And here you are sitting up in the house of the Lord. Thank you looking good, and you are looking kind of good, but praise God for yourself. There were inventions that you took advantage of even before you left the hospital as a newborn babe. People may not have done as much for you as you would like for them to have done, but still you're blessed and you are a debtor. Would you look at your neighbor and say, I'm a debtor? That means you are in debt. And we don't realize it, but most of us come to life with a deficit balance. We already had bills overdue when we were born on this earth. We might not recognize it. We might not be paying on them, but that is an unpaid bill that you enjoyed when you came into the earth. Hallelujah. God has given to us. And so we are in debt. God. Look at your name and just say, God has given to us. See, I'm getting the impression some of y'all must be in debt because y'all don't want me to preach about this message. Help me, Lord. God has given to us. All that we are, all that we have comes from God and belongs to God. Oh, I need to tell you that again. Say that after me. All that we have, all that we are, comes from God and belongs to God. Even your intelligence and your unique capacities come from God. We've received, and what we have received places us in debt. 
And then God's investment in us places us in debt. And we've got to recognize that debt. And we've got to praise God and bless God for being so good to us. God's investment in us obligates us. I said God's investment in us obligates us. I just want to kind of take my time. Y'all are quiet on me today. Christ's life and Christ's sacrifice, the availability of salvation, they obligate us. Old folk down in Arkansas used to say, much obliged to you. And every once in a while, we ought to lift our hands up to God and say, much obliged. I'm trying to get through here. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for being so good to us. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for how you clap your hands and give him praise and blessing you. Hallelujah. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or with a song, if I can show some traveler that he's traveling wrong, then my living shall not be in vain. We're not blessed just to be blessed. We're not blessed just for ourselves. We are blessed for others. And when God blesses us, he wants us to pass it on. Tell your neighbor, pass it on. When Jesus fed the 5,000, two fish, five loaves of bread, miraculous time, God wanted to bless and provide for the multitude. But he didn't give the fish and the bread to the multitude. He gave the fish and the bread to the disciples. And he said to them, now you take this and give it to the multitude. I want you to be blessed. And so they did not grab the fish and bread and eat themselves, fill themselves up and pack it away and hide it in their pockets and in their suitcases. No, they passed it out as the Lord had instructed them. And when they passed it out to the multitude and checked their supply, they had 12 baskets left over, one for each of the disciples who had passed out the blessing that was given to them. You are blessed to bless somebody else. And Jesus said, freely you have received, freely give. If you've got something to offer, if you've got a talent, that makes you a debtor. Hallelujah. You are a debtor to God. You owe him love. You owe him obedience. You owe him worship. God is most pleased when we praise him with the fruit of our lips. Yes, he wants us to give. Yes, he wants us to share, but also he does not want us coming up in his house acting like he hadn't done anything for us. Uh -huh. Are there any home my mule people in the house? You know about the man that joined the church 
and it was kind of a sedity up in the church, and uh, they didn't like it that he made so much noise and yelled so loud and shouted, clapped his hands, and they went by his farm one day, a committee to kind of get him under control, and uh, they met him over by the fence and said, listen, we've got to change the way you're behaving. We can't hardly have church for you. You yelling, talking, all loud, jumping up and down, going on. Could you just quiet down a little bit? Said, I, I'm sorry that I, I've been messing up y'all's church, but uh, I was out there and I just thought about what God had done for me and how Father Lord had brought me from. And the more I thought about it, the more I just felt a praise coming on. Matter of fact, if you hold my mule, I'm going to praise him right now. Come on, tell your neighbor, hold my mule. I feel like praising the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. When we bless the Lord's church, and when we bless the needy, we shall be blessed. Say it after me. When we bless the Lord's church, and when we bless the needy, we will be blessed. Freely you have received, freely give. I'm almost through now. If you've got something to offer, if you've got a talent, that makes you a debtor. You are a debtor to God, your God love, your God worship, and you owe God obedience. And we need to raise the level of our God consciousness. We need to raise the level of our praise. We ought to praise him morning, noon, and night. Is there anybody here who's going to praise him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then we've got to love the church. Not only do we need to love the Lord, but we've got to love the church. Ephesians 5.25 says, Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And so if he loved the church, we are indebted to the church because Christ loved it. Some of you act like you're halfway glad about the pandemic because you got a few Sunday mornings off and didn't have to go to church. And you said, I enjoy him and the television ministry on Sunday morning. But listen, can no television praise him for me? Oh no. No radio can't praise him for me. He's done so much for me. I've got to praise him for myself. Does anybody feel like praising the Lord for yourself? We got to love the church. The church gave us the word of God. The church gives us worship, and the church gives us praise. The church gives us an opportunity to praise God and bless God and learn about God. The church gave us the Bible, the holy word of God. And so I'm going to thank him for the church. And then I'm going to treat my church right. Amen. Not only do we owe tithe and offerings, we owe praise, we owe prayer, we owe support, we owe our attendance. 
What have you done for your church lately? Look over at your neighbor and ask him, what have you done for the church lately? God has used the church to bless me. If you're out there, let me see you. If God has used the church to bless you, come on, lift up your hand and thank God for the church. Some of y'all won't even raise your hand. Come on and raise that hand and say, God, thank you. When I was in my sins, somebody witnessed to me and told me about Jesus. And so I've got to tell the world what, what God has done for me and how good God has been. All right, I'm ready to go to my seat now. But let me tell you this. In 2 Kings 7 and 3, the Israelites were starving to death in the city of Samaria. The enemies had surrounded them and they had no way to get food and no way to the starve. But there were four lepers walking around the outside of the city. They were starving just like those four lepers were starving. And as they went around the city, God sent a stereophonic sound stage sweeping across the plain. And the sound of thousands of soldiers came sweeping across the plain. These Israelites jumped up out of bed and they said, our enemies are upon us. We've got to get out of here because an enemy nation is about to capture us. And so they jumped out of bed, did not pack, did not get their possessions, did not worry about their horses or their steeds. They just started running. They ran 20 miles all the way to the Jordan River, plunged in, swam across, and ran some more, trying to get, listen, when God makes you run, you really will run. When God tells you to get out of the way, you've got to move and get out of the way. So all the series got up and ran away. After a while, the four lepers came to inspect the area and they found clothes, they found money, they found treasure, they found silver, they found weapons, but they did not find the Syrian army because the army had run away. Hallelujah. So they began to look around, put on their clothes that were left in the camp. They found gold and silver that was left in the camp. And they began to get gold and go and bury it and hide it. They would go and get clothes and hide them in secret places. But while they were on their way hunting for this and hunting for that, it came to their mind. Listen, the Lord has blessed you. This is not your blessing. It's for the people in the city. Take some of this to the people in the city and provide for them. And so they did. And I've just come by to tell you, you're not blessed just to be blessed. I won't tell your neighbor, you're not blessed just to be blessed. God has blessed you that you might bless somebody else. God has lifted you that 
You might lift somebody else. Come on and praise him. Praise him. Tell your neighbor, it's not just for me, but for the glory of God. Not just for me, but that the work of the Lord might be best. Would you stand up, everybody, and clap your hands. Praise God for his blessing. Praise God for his miracle. Praise God for his provision. Praise God. He made a way. He made a way. You know he did. You know he brought you out, picked you up, turned you around, bless you when nobody cared a thing about you. God took you higher than you've ever been before. Higher. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, he did. The Apostle Paul, but let me tell you what the Lord did for me. I fought against the church. I condemned the church. But one day on the Damascus Road, the Holy Ghost stopped me and told me where I was wrong, that Jesus, the one that I was fighting, was the one that I should serve. And Paul said, I gave my life to the Lord. I gave my soul to him. I turned around. I've been working for Jesus. I've been working for Jesus. Is anybody working for Jesus? Night and day, I've been serving him. I, I fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. I've got a crown waiting on me. The suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared to the blessing that I've received. Come on and praise him. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Raise your hand and say, Lord, I thank you. Food on the table. Clothes on my back. Thank you. Health and strength. Thank you, Lord. Come on, praise you. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Help me praise him. Help me praise him. Thank you. Thank you. One more time, praise him. Bless his name. The Lord. As I go to my seat, your word tells me that you are a healer, that you are a deliverer, and that your deliverance is present right now. And you said if your people would just praise you and thank you for the miracle, you would work a miracle right now in their life. I see somebody walking out of the hospital. I see somebody healed. I see somebody delivered. 
I see somebody praising God for deliverance. I see somebody praising Him right now. Right now. Praise Him right now.